0: All right, well, welcome back. Here we're going to try it again. It's uh, another year and new cycles coming up pretty soon. Uh, I know every every cycle, every year, I say I'm going to do better about the podcast, so I'll just kind of skip that part. Anyway, my name is James. I'm a physician assistant and head of PA Mentor Online. And uh, we try to put out these videos when we have somebody new that has been accepted. We've actually had a lot in this current cycle, so we're just a little, be- little bit behind, but. Uh, as you can tell from the shirt so we're talking to somebody who got accepted into the one of the PA programs at South College. Uh, this particular candidate is somebody who was a reapplicant as a matter of fact this was his third time applying. And he comes from a non-traditional background so it's really a great story. I hope you'll enjoy listening to, you know, him talk about his his process. Um, but most importantly for those who are not accepted you know, a lot of times we talk to students who were not accepted and just want to kind of throw in the towel and look at a different career. And unfortunately for some people, it may even take three or four cycles. But uh as some as somebody like myself has been practicing for you know more than four decades, I can tell you that if you do have to apply again a second or third time, is you know, they're worse things in life. So anyway. Uh, Take a listen to Ian, who's going to talk to you about how his, well, talk to you about his process, applying and getting accepted into a PA program. So hopefully this cycle will be a little bit better with the the podcast. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right, everybody. Well, welcome back. Um, Today, we're going to talk to one of our students that was accepted, and I'm just going to let him go ahead and take over. And if you'll just tell us your name and what school you're going to be attending.
1: Yeah. Um, James, thank you for this opportunity. My name is Ian, and I'll be attending South College
0: in Asheville, North Carolina. Well, congratulations, Ian. So, Thank you. I know this has been a little bit of a journey. So when did we first start working? If you don't mind, when did we first start working with each other? I would say maybe about three years ago. I mean, my memory
1: fades. Uh, as uh, <laughs> I mean, this, this process has been a long process, uh, and there have been a lot of learning moments and um, and as you can imagine, with that time passes. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say about three, three years ago, James.
0: Yeah, I think that's about right. So yeah. Let's just talk about how did you decide because you had, you know, you were doing some other work previously and had some other interests. So how right. did you decide to become a PA? I
1: would say it, it was accumulation of different experiences, whether it was in my post back after university. Uh, just by uh, conversation with my professors and some students who were in my physiology class. Um, with that, it was also some friends who were talking to me about the PA profession. It was my friend who shadowed uh, a PA and then she ended up becoming a PA and then she would invite me to come out and shout at her. And so it, it it's really accumulation of events that led me to this this decision. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it really is a a... Uh, let's just say, multitude of experiences that uh, really gave me an opportunity to think about this. Okay. So where did you do your undergraduate work at? I did my undergraduate work at the University of California, San Diego, right smack in La Jolla. Such a okay. beautiful school. Yeah.
0: Then after you graduated, again, I know we sort of covered this, but what did you do? Like, what type of work were you involved in at that time after you graduated college?
1: Boy, I, I was quite the non traditional applicant student, rather. Uh I studied public policy. So as you can imagine, I um came out of school trying to do some legal work. You know, I, I worked at a couple of law firms, worked at a pharmaceutical company thinking I could do some legal work as a summer associate. Uh, but at the same time I was uh I was teaching piano. So um and I was tutoring math. I was doing all these different things. Yeah.
0: Okay, pretty eclectic background. Yeah, (laughs) too
1: diverse sometimes. You you left that
0: world traveler. um...
1: That's right, that too, that too. (laughs) I traveled way, way too many times and uh, to different states and all that stuff,
0: yeah. Okay, so when you decided, I mean, again, given your prior background, so when you decided to become a PA, you must have had to start taking some of the prereqs that you probably didn't already have. Right, no, very... Where where did you you took those locally? I'm assuming I did. So it would
1: be nice to take my prereqs again at my alma mater at UCSD, but yeah. prices are high for these courses, right? So I thought about <laughs> um, just taking these courses at a local community college, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, okay. I looked up two local colleges, and I finished all my prereqs there.
0: How did you find that? Like going back to again, probably not having a very big science background, a big what? To begin with, to now going into you know all sciences. How did you, how did you find that transition?
1: Let's just say it was, it, it was tough, but I, I knew that I, I I had to do it if I were cons- to consider a career in, in in becoming a physician assistant. There was just no shortcuts around it. Right? It's it's either you 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 go in hedge on, uh, willing to take all these courses, or you you start considering something else. It's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> I can tell you that. Not okay. for the
0: part. Yeah. Now, tell me about like, what about your patient care experience? So what did you end up doing or what did you first pursue to get some patient care? Sure. Yeah. So right around the time I was working in the legal
1: field, um, I was already thinking about making the transition. And so I did my post-bac courses in community college, but at the same time I started volunteering at hospitals, thinking that I could get some experience that way. But I learned that it would require more than just volunteering and seeing patients that way um, so I uh, I looked for job opportunities in physical therapy and I've stayed in that physical therapy space as a PT technician for the past four and a half years wow. and um, I really I really am grateful for for the lessons learned and the experiences I've had with
0: patients okay what would you say was the most difficult class that you encountered during um, your time, you know, finishing up the prereqs that you need for a PA program. Okay. It would have
1: to be between organic chemistry two, the second of the, uh, the series or biochemistry. And I really do think it, it comes down to, um, uh, what your I don't know for me it was it, those two courses were the toughest i i would say OChem for me was the most difficult difficult but uh that that was just i mean this was four or five years ago um so maybe that that might have changed maybe i might if i take it again i, I might feel differently
0: you're gonna take <laughs> it again
1: <laughs> hopefully not <laughs> hopefully not
0: yeah. okay you did end up taking the gre what did you, yeah. how did you study for or what did you find to be helpful as far as studying? Definitely. So I, I looked into resources
1: like Kaplan and Magoosh, but I, I stuck with Magoosh. Um, really awesome resource. Um, did it online, you know, allocated about three months to study for the GRE uh, while working and uh, while volunteering, all the like, taking classes as well. Um, Magoosh is an excellent resource. I referred to YouTube a lot as well. Um, These days, technology just allows you to have access to to a lot of things.
0: Well, speaking of the online, when you were studying for GRE, how did COVID affect you? Because you basically started this all like right in the midst or the height of the pandemic. So, how did that impact your whole process, getting the classes, hours, everything you needed?
1: Boy, I would say that it was was super difficult. Yeah, it did. It did. I mean, don't get me wrong, like COVID was, all I can say is there's such, such a time, right? Um, I could speak personally for myself um, that in many ways COVID actually made it more challenging um, in the sense that it was not easy for me to just reach out to a doctor or a PA to just shadow them. You know, there were a lot of restrictions and limitations. For students or for aspiring PA students to um, to shadow, and so (laughs) everything went virtual. I think at that time, everybody was trying to figure out okay, what to how to navigate this whole uh, um, uh, navigate that whole you know season of 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 COVID nineteen. For me. It was difficult i i had to i had to go through a lot of uh contacts um to be able to find an opportunity to shadow um but i know there there were websites that allowed for virtual shadowing thanks to you james i mean you, you referred a couple to me and yeah. i was able so, to attend
0: some. yeah so once we started the process one of the things we did to work on is personal statement and how did you find that process you know we work together try to come up with what would be a good statement for you and then obviously writing the editing
1: yeah like it it was humbling because thinking that i i mean i had my story right i (laughs) i i would like to think i'm the one who i would like to think i i like flowerly language and i'm a poet by nature i love reading books by um uh Charles Dickens, as you can imagine, and uh, Mark Twain, very flowery language. So I thought that by having this background of reading literature, that I can bring that to my personal statement. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that it's not about that. It's a, and, and James, you've, you've really opened my mind to how to write an effective personal statement that is relevant to that particular program or all the programs for that matter. Um, mm-hmm. All I can say is it, it was definitely... Unexpected. Um, I, I it took me by surprise.
0: So, when you applied, I I have to look back. I honestly going to yeah. say I don't remember right now. Did you get any interviews the first cycle? Uh,
1: the first cycle, I no interviews. The first cycle.
0: That's what I thought. Okay, so you no. Know, it you know, oh, it's been a long time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so first cycle, you yeah. know, we're not. We I I also think you know we just did submit fairly late too if i'm not mistaken the first cycle so yep we go ahead we're just okay let's just move forward we get to the second cycle get things going you did have interview in the second cycle so for your first interview we did some preparation for that and then how do you feel that that helped you in terms of your interview
1: oh it helped tremendously from the second cycle to moving on to the third cycle which um it, it took me completely by surprise. Uh, the interview preparation process with you, James, has been nothing but fruitful and so productive. I realize it's more of an issue with me um, uh, sitting down and actually reviewing the questions that you have so um, graciously given and provided me with. Um, uh, I think I really do believe at the end of the day, had I listened to every single thing you said, James there would have been more interviews. And for me, I like to run my life. Let's just say on, uh, I would say full steam with to with respect to a lot of things I get distracted by a lot of things. Um, Mm -hmm. but given my lifestyle, you've definitely, you, you, you played a huge part in, in allowing me to secure these interviews from the second cycle and the third, third cycle.
0: So here we, we came back again, love the determination i love you know for you it was never an issue it's like let's just do it we're gonna go forward didn't get in that cycle didn't get it no i know but i mean i I, some people it just it's like doom and gloom and they're just oh and you're just like let's go let's go so we got it off rather quickly this time and then you know interviews but this last interview uh i know you had a good time because well the good news (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
1: (laughs) had a blast it was a nice, uh, let's just say, icing on the cake to receive the acceptance.
0: What do you think changed from the last cycle or maybe even over the periods that we've been working together? What would you say in terms of what you did to change or how things changed to better your but, chances? Or... Sure. Yeah, it was um, it was being more mindful of the details. Uh,
1: so um, just making sure that I was constantly updating my CASPA and um, preparing for potential interviews coming up for the most recent cycle with you. Uh, It was making sure that I continue to shadow and and work, um, gaining my patient care experience and, uh, and taking it upon myself to take the immune, you know, an upper division course that you recommended. Um, I finished a immune system course at UCSD and uh, it really did open my mind to um, the complexity of the immune system. But I really do think that, you know, that the school that accepted South college, they saw that I finished the course. And so mm-hmm. they're like, good, good for you, Ian. Um, so we want to give you a chance. And I did mention that in my interview saying mm-hmm. that, Hey, I just finished the course. I um, passed it with high marks and uh, I'm, I'm ready to take on your program.
0: Okay. Then we'd put you in touch with one of the students at the school that yeah. you're interviewing with and hope that was helpful as well. Incredibly helpful. And now we're
1: uh, we're in close correspondence with respect to try to find housing and uh, what to do in Asheville, North Carolina, and the expectations of um, uh, some specific courses, pharmacology, yeah. especially.
0: Yeah, Grace is something else. She's a really great person. Grace is wonderful. Yep. Grace is wonderful. Really enjoyed
1: talking to her, and I'm just really, really, uh, really excited to get to know her better
0: what about um the whole caspa process because often we try to get students to when we're working with somebody for the first time new try to let them know it's it's sort of a overwhelming task that you're going to have to complete and not something to take lightly or put off until the week before you're applying caspa definitely yeah i
1: i think what you've taught me james um, and I know this to be true for myself is you you can't eat an elephant in one bite, yeah. and so you've helped break that down for me so well, and in so many ways that it, it helped me to regain my confidence in, um, in navigating this whole PA school process and application. Um, and uh, it with every passing cycle, it just got less intimidating, to be frank with yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, and I knew I, what I needed to do. It was just. just Keep on persevering and continue updating and uh, being mindful of what i needed to add
0: good good cool. Yeah. Well, again perseverance is key in this whole process so it is <laughs> yeah. okay so looking back and again i think we always say this is okay. just this is the point where most people watching this this is really what they want to know is sure. you know looking back what advice would you give to others who are just now starting in the whole process you know what you've learned throughout all this that like I should have done this right away or should, what advice would you give to others um find
1: a for me because I I've been so non-traditional as an applicant to find a good um, PA coach and and that's and I could vouch for you James you've you've helped me so much and I have no absolutely no regrets working with you um Having the guidance is so important. Um, it's not easy, especially these days as um, application to school is becoming more competitive. It's it's getting increasingly competitive. That's the nature. That's the landscape. And so I'm so grateful to be accepted uh, this cycle. Um, so having great guidance from uh, a PA mentor um, for anybody, you know, for those watching, I highly, highly am vouching for James here. Um, having a great PA mentor to guide you through is absolutely crucial. And of course, perseverance, you know, there will be times when you feel like you want to give up and I can tell you three cycles later, um, I wouldn't have done it. any differently, um, you got to believe in yourself and you got to, you got to know that this is a field worth undertaking and it's so worth it. So worth it.
0: Yeah. Hey, well, appreciate that. Thanks for the nice words. And, Likewise. It was a pleasure working with you. I think uh, a lot of times we may have talked a little too much about restaurants and travel. Movies. Movies. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But but I guess, you know, we still managed to get the work done because you're off to school very shortly. So. Oh my gosh. In less than a month. Yes. Well, congratulations. Again, it's been a pleasure working with you. Of course, this is not the end. You know, I hope you will stay in touch and always here to help you, but I appreciate your time today. I know you are busy and especially you'll be moving soon and starting. School. Oh my it's goodness.
1: There. Yeah. Running like a chicken without its head <laughs> really does feel that way. Thank you, well, James, for your, for your mentorship and guidance. Truly. Thank you.
0: You, you earned this in. And again, it was a pleasure working with you and thank you for all of your time. Thank you, James.